is proud to be sponsored by Is This Tomorrow. That's Is This Tomorrow, available at isthistomorrow.com. Is This Tomorrow is a weekly web comic cataloging the absurdities taking place at the Azoro News Channel. Characters such as George Kleenex, weatherman Benjamin Dover, man on the scene J.B. Horns, political commentator Taffy Tart, radio personality Travis Slaughter, conspiracy theory expert J. Elwood Compton III, paranormalist Murph Davies, Senator Stroller, political apologist Dr. Iggy, Christian ventriloquist Fred Gastro, and his puppet Woody, and the strangely familiar Stocky Bear, in his smelly, itchy costume, will entertain the ever-living shit out of you so that you are doubled up with laughter, collapsed beneath your desk, paralyzed, unable to move. You will be slain, comically, but you will recover. That's Is This Tomorrow at isthistomorrow.com. Yeah, yeah, right. Now, we didn't discuss this, but we're doing the original single, so we're setting eight songs, eight songs, right? 16 Yeah, songs. yeah, the original album. Yeah, yes, original yeah, album. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Starts with Orgasm Addict. <laughs> Did you think, because I'm, I'm thinking he probably got one that there is, extra no, there songs is on one. you got the it. The Spotify one has the extra songs on That's it. That's the one I've been listening to. Yeah, but uh, it stops at... Um, but that's all right. Well, uh, it stops If it. you have something really great and you want to say about a song we're not talking about... Something's Gone Wrong Again starts with Orgasm Addict, ends with Something's Gone Wrong Again is what I've got, so... Yes. But I know it's okay. Yeah. So, uh. Um, ends with, it starts with orgasmatic. Starts with orgasmatic, ends with something goes wrong with you. Okay, you said it Mm-mm-mm. No, you're just, guys, you're sick. Did you record this? Are you recording? No. <laughs> then go back, because I swear you you reversed it. I'm not gonna do I'll that. I'll bet you $100. Because <laughs> I know you did. I don't miss your things. Later. Later, when we when we we got to record. He reversed it. He said it starts with something and ends with orgasmatic. Whatever. And then I said, no, it starts with orgasmatic. No. That's what I said. But it's like what he said. Podcast ends in disaster. Hosts get in vicious argument over. All right. Okay. <laughs> it ends with. I really, you really want to? Okay. Okay. We're gonna back it up. So. <laughs> Speaking of pros, <laughs> this is that record got me high. That is Barry Stock. That is Rob Elba. And we are a music podcast where we, where we talk about records. We do, oddly enough. That get uh, either me, Barry, or guest, the guest high. high. But sometimes hopefully all, all three of us. Ho- hopefully all three of us 
sometimes, never one out of three. Mm, we haven't not had, yet. Not yet. Not yet. It could happen. But yeah, usually yeah. at least it's two out of three. Yeah. But I would say, am I fair to say, I fair to say this record got all of us. Yeah, it's awesome. Incredible. And yes. so we have a guest. Did we introduce the guest? We did not. His name is Mr. Tim Moffat. Hello. He is the singer for Armageddon Man, an awesome band, Armageddon Man. And he also sang for the late great AC Cobra. There, right. I don't think you, you never got to see AC Cobra. I did not. You guys were around in the aughts? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> technically, I think we started in like 2001. Okay, so the odds. And then we were done around 2005. Okay. Ish. And now you got Armageddon Man, and uh, what else? You have any other projects going now? Just seeing shows, just jetting off to different uh, places, seeing rock shows. If you're, if you're gonna be 40 and childless, you might as well do the things you want to do. There you go. And very know about neither of that Barry in fact he's running away just hearing about that <laughs> he's so jealous of your lifestyle that he, he threw his headphones down and said fuck this shit oh. oh yeah well yeah see I get to miss fun things I'm missing the load thing because I'm going to be uh, in Europe you are. so I'm not entirely sure which one is what are you doing worse? in Europe European things well, vacation <laughs> European vacation yeah I have the best timing so what two years ago when when it was the uh, Miami punk rock high thing? Right. Oh yeah, you the missed that Chrome. too. I was out of town. But you're because... usually doing something cool though. It's not like you're going to visit your grandma or something. Yeah, no. Which unless your grandma's that that like a billionaire, cool. then it'd be all right. All right, could be cool. Could be cool. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, so enough of this chit chat. What are we? Uh, what are we talking about here? We're talking about what? What? What record did you did you bring to us? Uh, the Buzzcocks singles going steady. That's it. Singles going steady. Uh, in honor of, we, we already had planned to do it we with did. you, but we bumped it up a little in honor yeah. of the, uh, the late Sudden and Shelley. unexpected departure the unexpected of Pete Shelley. Departure of poor Pete Shelley, man. So, um, Much beloved. And I didn't, uh, Barry, did you realize this? Because I didn't realize this. I mean, I got this record when it came out, I remember. And uh, I remember the Buzz, I'd seen the Buzzcocks, some of their uh, other records, probably in, in an import thing, but I yeah. never bought it. But when this one came out, I bought it. Did you know that it's actually their eight, their first eight singles? The A side is the first eight I singles, did. Yeah, and yeah, the B yeah. side That's is first the first eight B sides. B sides, yes. I didn't know that till yeah, I now. did. And so I, I did, uh, did you know that, Tim? Uh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I I got in. So I I got into this much later, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, because you're much. Tim's much younger than quite a bit younger. Yeah, <laughs> but I got into the like the Buzzcocks and. Um, uh, the undertones, like at the same time. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of these yeah. songs that I equate with the undertones, like right. a different undertones song. Because I don't know. I mean, I think the Buzzcocks are a little more diverse. The undertones to me are like the Irish Ramones. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Exactly. But also very similar because they were the only two or the uh, uh, the two uh, at least the European punk bands that sang about just like regular stuff right. about love and relationships like all right. the other punks were so no angry political. angry and, no and the other were singing about yeah. candy bars and getting girlfriends <laughs> and shit well I mean Pete Shelley is Tortured by love. The, yeah, yeah, that's he the, is, the yeah. He is. The he's overarching. Alive by love. But he's so good at crafting these little, these little yeah. uh, bittersweet love songs. You, you know what I was thinking, Barry, which I never thought before. He reminds me of Ray Davies in a lot of ways because he's able to sing these very sentimental songs, but not, but they don't sound cloyingly sentimental or no. anything. They just sound authentic coming yes, from him. They you know? do, right? He's got it. He's got it, and he's got it bad. But th- this collection of songs, by the time you get to the end, you're like, oh man, like it's it. 
Yeah, he's... going back and listening to this again, I'm depressed for him. Right. Oh, oh, right. Well, right. Yeah, he was, yeah, yeah. He was good at playing up. He was good at uh, definitely taking probably minor slights and turning them into, you know, <laughs> epic, <laughs> epic anthems of loss and despair. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Pete wasn't the easiest guy to have a relationship. Probably not. But you know, there's you know on their the, the thing about this is that it gives you a slightly distorted perspective because on their albums there is a different there's diversity, uh, a lot more diversity of right, content. Right. There's, but their hits just, tended right. to be about you know yeah, someone he just, was had had had, did, had fallen in love with and treated him poorly. Well, it is called Singles Going Steady. It, it is, which is the ironic title of the you know the collection. And so, I, I uh, think I heard this first once again. Uh, your friend Nadim Khan. Nadim Khan. Yeah, and so he had this, and I remember being really you know loving it, and then it gets to um, everybody's happy nowadays, and that was that was where I was like, oh my god, that's the coolest pop song I've ever heard. Right? In my life. It is. And it's funny because really I also <laughs> read that it turned some of their fans off, that and song. You go, okay, they thought, yeah, wrong. They said, oh, they're, they're selling out. No, it's too, it was inc- uh, what an amazing yeah. song. Which is funny because Everybody's Happy Nowadays is kind of the opposite of selling out. Yeah, right, yeah, right, exactly. right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, people are always looking for some reason to be uh, uh, disgruntled with their, with their beloved. Just like people who fell in love with Pete Shelley often found a reason. Yes, and, spe- toss him and speaking by of the that, wayside. <laughs> speaking of that, I will say I feel like a talk show. This is like a talk show host where, where you like already know the story your guest's going to say, but you go, "So Tim, Tim I, yeah. I, I heard you had a, a little run-in with." We do. So there's a reason why I'm on the show <laughs> for sure. Right. Well, no, other than other than I'm a Buzzcocks fan. And, oh, yeah. and you're an awesome yeah. We were going to do this and, record, so and you've been, but, yeah, right. and you've been our guest before, and you were a great guest. You didn't blow anything up, <laughs> right? Right. I'm, I'm tamer than I come on. Yes. But you saw. All right. So so let's let's get into it. You you saw the Buzzcocks down here in Fort Lauderdale. What what year? You remember around what year? It was like 2002, 2003. Okay. Ish. Okay. Uh, it was a Friday night. I remember that because I was at the poorhouse on a Sunday, and they were and they showed up wearing the exact same thing they were wearing Friday oh. at the culture room. <laughs> And none of that shit had been washed. Oh, God. They probably hadn't been washed. But they came over, and uh, a friend introduced us. I was there with a, with a, 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 a girl. I'm going to have some dramatic music playing with this. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they came over and hung, sat right down. You know, we got drinks. And I was thinking, Man, their road crew is really young, and it's all dudes. That's weird. That's yeah. weird. That's odd. Like just that the road crew would come hang out in general, but then they're all really young dudes from different countries. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, I'd like to also preface this by saying I had not really gotten too deep into the lyrics. You were naive. You were a neophyte, so you didn't know. <laughs> so I didn't. For those, for anyone you who hadn't goes gotten to the Buzzcock song called "Better Off Without a Wife." <sighs> Yeah, for, it's any, a, for anyone who, it's do, a, who doesn't know, Pete Shelley was always well, he was, uh, he was pretty bi- open he was about his bicep being, being bisexual. bisexual. Right, yeah, he was, uh, and he yeah, was always I, really open about it. But Tim didn't. Tim was very. I innocent. think when he was on this the road, this was early internet times. Yeah, like yeah, this was, so you know, you and know. I wasn't doing. Know? I, was, I didn't. A, I didn't have that research. No, but you were a fan of the band. All right, there so was that that hit he had as a solo artist that might. Well, once at that point, Homo sapien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get to hear that about that one all the time. That's a reoccurring joke. All right, so Mitzi likes to bring that one up. Um, 
<laughs> as so, much as we love your stories, the whole podcast can't be your story. Let's move it along. I don't know. It's a pretty good story. <laughs> so around 4 a.m., they're, they're like, hey, this place is closing up. Do you want to come back to the hotel room? I'm like, yeah, sure. There's a bunch of people. Right. We're all going to go. It's going to be great. It's going to be the Jaws shark music is what I'm going to be playing. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and at that point, why would you say no to that, right? Of course. Yeah, it sounds awesome. You're going to hang with the Buzzcocks and their the crew. Buzzcocks, I'm like yeah. 22 and it's a Sunday at 4 a.m. Right. Fuck it. Let's go. What right. could go wrong? So, <laughs> well. We go back to the Yankee Clipper. Yeah. I didn't drive. The, the girl I was friends with who was there drove and then she went off with the other Buzzcock that was there. And then the road crew sort of hung out for about 10 minutes, and then they ran off. And uh, I realized I was really, really inebriated. Mm. And I was standing on the balcony smoking a cigarette, and it was like, man, I, where, first of all, where did everyone go, and uh. how did I get this drunk? <laughs> right. And the Yankee Clippers uh, Hotel on Fort Lauderdale Beach. Yes. So this is the part in the ABC After School special when it comes back from commercial and you know things are going to start getting darker. So I walk in and Pete Shelley looks at me and he's got these twinkles in his eyes and I'm like, you know what, I need to go uh, splash some water in my face, sort of like sober up, whatever. I'm going to go to the bathroom. He's like, yeah, sure, whatever. So I go in the bathroom and, I, and the door is not closed 100%, but it's like cracked maybe an inch. And I'm splashing water in my face. I'm like, man, I don't remember getting this drunk. This is crazy. And the door opens, and um, this, are they Mancunian? People from Manchester? Mancunian. Oh. Mancunian. Mancunian. Okay. You may uh, roast us at will. For both, <laughs> if both, both, both of those are wrong. Both this unwashed wrong. Mancunian man is in my... Uh, 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 Way too close. Right, in, in your space, in your personal space. And he's sort of jabbering, and it's uh, somewhat lewd. I don't know what he's saying, I, but it's it's very much a Boogie Nights moment. Oh, and I'm like, and I'm, I'm like, danger, stranger danger. <laughs> we aren't in Kansas anymore, Dorothy. Uh, right, right. Let, me, let me clock the exits. I could jump off the third story, or there's a door. What do I do? And all this stuff is racing through my head. And, and, you're, I, and you're really drunk. And I'm really drunk. Now I'm really drunk and kind of freaked out. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? I, got, I have a big stupid smile on my face. Like, this fucking guy, what is he talking about? And then knock at the door. And I'm like, what is, oh, Jesus, perfect. So he goes and he opens the door. And it's uh, uh, someone from Fort Lauderdale who procures all the party accessories, I would say. Yeah, oh, we, okay. I was going to mention that guy. Uh, that guy. <laughs> yeah. He shows up around 4.30. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and uh, I didn't really know him, but he looked at me, and he knew me from the poorhouse. Right. Um, and he like kind of gave me a sideways head nod, like, oh, hey, bro. you're here. <laughs> you're here. I don't normally see you out at this time. Yeah. And I was like, hey. And so then they went in the other room, and I was like, bolt to yeah. the door. <laughs> That Warner Brothers cartoon sound. <laughs> my aura was still in the bathroom and my body was out the hall. So I, I went out, but you I had couldn't, no car. I, could, I had no car. That girl was gone. This uh, was before Uber or any of that. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is before I had a, a debit card. Right. Everything was cash <laughs> and I had none. So let's just clarify that people did have debit cards in 2002. Yeah, I did not. I did not. I didn't even have a well, I had a phone now, but there was a period of time where I, 
And I, I just want to throw it was in real a quick, different time. In, in, in Pete's defense, Tim is a very strapping fellow. I mean, yes. even now you are, but I can right. imagine in 2002. I yeah. mean, I'm just going to be there. You're yeah. a, Tim is a, Tim, <laughs> I would say, he's a head turner. He's the opposite of me and Barry. Yeah, which, which is we're like. Not, we're head turners where people turn their heads, heads away, the way, the, in disgust. We're like to cross the street <laughs> to get away well, from Tim's people. Tim's a good looking guy. So, uh, yeah. and you know. Um, I did look like a, a young Neil Young at the time. Oh. <laughs> so Pete so, was just, you know, hey, this kid wants to hang out. I'm it, not mad at him. Ain't, no, it, no. Not mad. ain't it funny how you feel when you're finding out it's real? <laughs> <laughs> I no, well, I'm not going to say no point because that night I was, but the next day I wasn't mad about the situation. But I did, so I went downstairs. I couldn't figure out how to get out of the hotel. <laughs> and I, I cleverly my, arranged to keep people inside. <laughs> yes. It was one of the more bewildering experiences of my life. And I found a taxi and I said, uh, hey, I need to get home. I only live a couple blocks away. Can you take me home? And the guy looked at me and he goes, I didn't need the money up front. And I was like, look, I will give you my driver's license and you can see where we're going. And that way I can't dash on you. But I, the money's at my house. I have it. It's just there. And he was like, oh, my God. Get out, and uh, uh, I guess we were behind the hotel, and I was just kind of so freaked out. It, I think in my head I thought they were going to come after me from upstairs or something. <laughs> why? I know why. Why would they do that? Right. But yeah. in my head, I'm like, well, they wanted to, get to out of here. They wanted to share the coke with you that they Oops. just bought. <laughs> <laughs> Says no one. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> so I found the beach. And here I am, now it's 4.30 in the morning, and I'm in uh, uh, super tight black jeans and, like, engineer boots, walking through the beach, calling everyone I know on Monday morning, trying to get them to come pick me up. And I'm like, fucking buzzcocks suck. Buzzcocks suck. So... Much to her credit, an ex-girlfriend did actually get up and come pick me up, wow. if only to laugh the entire time she took me home. Right, yeah. She still live in South Florida? No, she does not. Oh, okay. Get her on the show. Get her to come on the show. That's Shout the... out to this young lady that yeah. saved our, our Tim, Tim so Tim's we can have him. This would be Audra Schroeder. She works for the Daily Dot. She's a very nice person. Awesome. All right, All right Audra. Audra. Hit us up, Audra. Uh, so, uh... The next day, I think we, we, we were, the EC Cobra Boys and I had a DJ thing that we used to do, and we were doing it and getting ready, and a friend was there, and I was sort of just processing all of this information, and I told him the story, and he was like, what are you, a fucking moron? And I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, ever fallen in love with someone you shouldn't have fallen in love with? What is wrong with you? And I'm like, I just never really paid any attention. Pay attention. Yeah. And he was like, Yeah, to you should fair, pay attention. To be fair, those songs are very thick. Uh, I'll tell you, reading lyrics now, I realized yeah, I did I not. Uh, yeah, I misunderstood. And they're great. On. Lyrics are great, but it's yeah. hard. They they got this yeah. thick British accent. And even the songs today, are very even quick. this week, I had something from Orgasmatic Draw. I was like, Oh, yes, that's what they're saying. Right. Oh, okay. Right. Well, All right. It had a good beat, and I could dance to it. So yeah, that's what right. was important. Exactly. So you remained, but you remained a Buzzcocks fan after that, and you're still a Buzzcocks fan. Absolutely. How could you not and be? And because 
Pete Shelley's uh, people just he clearly they, has good taste. And I mean, a, yeah. people <laughs> <laughs> there. That's that's the, that's the a takeaway. And from he this come, story. you know, a lot of people said what a what actually what a great guy he was. That he was actually really nice to deal with. Yeah, and that he, oh yeah, that's true. You you, you never heard stories no. about you hear about a lot of musicians about what a bastard he was. Me and Gary, yes. me and Barry talk a lot about bastard <laughs> yeah. musicians. Danzig, Glenn Look, Danzig. Just because <laughs> he wanted to make out doesn't mean I was going to be mad at him forever. No, exactly. he he was used to you know people coming up the hotel room and they kind of knew the deal and. Unfortunately, he came to Florida, and you were unprepared for his yes. his uh, what he was looking for. Yeah. All right, but uh, let's get into this record already. Uh, it's a great record, and the opening song in it was the single. All right, so as I said before, it's, it's actually this record is singles. It's it's the first eight singles in chronological order, and then the first eight B sides. The B sides of each of those singles in chronological order on the other side. And someone told me, I think Pat Stahl said, oh, you can't. I, Technically, that's a compilation album, so you can't do it. I go, well, first of all, what rules? Did you write? Yeah, is, is this get your you own podcast this? and, and you, make you, your you wrote the rules for the record? Make your right. rules, no. idiot. Right. All right, so what face to face record is Pat doing? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right, so orgasmatic. This that's why you're on the show, Jim. Always ready with a clever insult that's because right. that's what we're looking for. The, this song, I think, th- I'm pretty sure this was the first uh, Buzzcocks song I ever heard. And this song yeah. is exactly like you want a band called oh, the Buzzcocks to sound like. Absolutely. This is what you want. Yeah. Yes. I remember, um, and this first single was the only single featuring the uh, original bassist, Garth Smith, who uh, who joined in early 77 to replace Steve Diggle. Originally, Steve Diggle was the oh, bass player. Yeah, I did not know Yeah, that. and this guy, Garth Smith, uh, joined, uh, did this one single, and then he was fired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? For one reason or another, yeah, right. he was fired. And then they got uh, their real bass player, who's an awesome bass player, yeah. Steve Garvey, who's yeah. like all over this Incredible. record playing yeah. great stuff. Can we talk about how probably else. strange it was to have fuck in that song for that time? Oh, oh was, I know. Sure. Well, just the yeah. word. It just like blew me. Like when you were Fucking yourself to death. And Johnny what? wants fucky always and always. Right. I mean, it was, and it's a song about... Either jerking off or screwing, but probably just jerking off. That's I mean, what I think. Yeah, I when mean, he's talking about all these people he made out with, he's no, just talking about in his it's mind. In his mind. I think right. he made out with them. Absolutely. Right? Didn't you guys right. get that? Yeah, yeah, yeah of yeah. course. Heads of winos and heads of state. Right, yeah, right, right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Even made it with the lady who puts the little plastic dollies on the birthday cakes. Is that what he says? Little little plastic robins on the Christmas cake. On the Christmas cake, right? So right. we don't he's have not. He again back to the. He's not very particular. No, no, no he does he's not give indiscriminate. A fuck. As as right. the church lady would say, oh, you're bisexual. That means you put your hand in someone's pants and you're not concerned with what well, you what find. Well, what you find, no, <laughs> yeah. right? And you're not a pickpocket. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, there's one line in particular that I dig. I I sort of knew what he was saying, but I didn't understand it when he says, "You're a kid, Casanova." You're no Joseph. You, you know what that is? I have no idea. He's saying, you're no Joseph. It's a biblical reference because it's a biblical reference to the biblical Joseph, Jacob's son, not not Jesus' father, but okay. Jacob's son, who is the traditional figure of chastity because he, he was the one that refused to have sex with uh, wow. Potiphar's wife. So he's saying, uh, you're, you're, no jo- over, you're, you're no, no Joseph. Joseph. <laughs> I like so that. that makes that awesome. good. Yeah. So it also means he probably grew up in... The church and probably but yeah, Catholic right, home, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Plot thickens. So right, yeah, right, it's just exactly. basically about a, a exactly. masturbation. Act. It's an awesome song. But uh, Pete Shelley himself, there's a quote of him talking about the song, and he said, "It's embarrassing. It's the only one I listen to and shudder." Really? <laughs> he said, "Well, because think about it. This is the first." And they song probably he did. played it. Every time they played live, right? Oh, yeah. still, and it's still such a great song. Yeah, yeah but the words are it's, 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 crazy it's, over the top great. It's, and it's but, one of those songs that's so, so, so honest. 
like it's the most honest song oh, about yeah, being yeah. a teenage boy of yeah. any any yeah. song. Sneaking in the back door with, with dirty, dirty magazines. Now your mother wants to know about all those stains on, on your, your jeans. jeans. <laughs> so you're well, you're. Ask- I don't know about your guys. My mom, I'm just kept quiet. Yeah. Well, nothing. So while you're asking in an alley and your voice ain't steady, the sex mechanics rough. You're more than ready. You're an orgasm addict. It's an amazing, amazing, amazing. And there is a version they did with uh, Howard DeVoe, Howard DeVoe singing right. on the Spiral Scratchy Peak. Which is a I little raw. It's a little, much yeah. raw. Yeah, yeah. But we, we didn't mention that. Originally, Buzzca- Howard DeVoto was the singer in the Buzzcocks. That's and right. And Pete Shelley formed the band. And then Howard DeVoto got tired of They punk. formed it after what? Seeing the Sex Pistols the sex at right. the Manchester yes. Free exactly. Trade Union Hall. They did. And which the fall also came out of that particular show. And uh, probably had more. Than- Funny because this entire record, there's maybe one song that could theoretically sound like a Sex Pistols song. Yeah, but not. He sort of did. They had their own. He had his own thing. Oh, yeah. was I like just, I mean, I love that because now you know you every. Okay, so I know that we're, we were supposed to talk about this record 100% all the time. Yeah, no, good. We can want, talk man. about whatever the hell we want. I we'll just edit this part out. <laughs> <laughs> So there's a there's a thing that that comes along with this band, and it's the moniker pop punk, which annoys the shit out of me. Yeah, but I mean it's necessary now. I get it because I thought about I've ruminated on this for a, a long time, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you just don't like the term pop, pop punk. punk. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah. All right, but what 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 about it? Do you hate though? What don't you like? Well, because bands like this exist, because the Sex Pistols exist, and the Clash exists. Right. So anything pre hardcore. Punk was catchy as shit. Eater, Johnny Moped. It was yeah, catchy, yeah. It, yeah, had, yeah. it had hooks, yeah. It had yeah, hooks. Right. It was good. It was just played but it's fast also and a, with aggression. It's also and, a, a right, political, which is but what it's, it is. It's also yeah. apolitical, and he's singing love songs. So he's not. Yeah, right. Not, it, not so politics at all. It was he, but they are. They did. He started a thing, like the Buzzcocks are the ground zero of one particular kind of punk rock. Which melodic and um, songs that are about, you know. But see, here's my thing. Okay. Pop punk, what it became much later, maybe what it is now, but all through the 90s. Oh, yeah, I'm not defending that shit. <laughs> That's not punk. You're talking about. No, a, it's not. Blink this one, is. You're talking about Blink 182. And yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. No, yeah. This okay. had the okay. aggression. This had the real. And I mean, face it. They had the best drummer in punk. My favorite punk rock drummer is John Mayer from, from the Buzzcocks. The guy is unbelievable. He's he really the good. Busiest playing oh my punk God. guy out of any. He sounds sounds like a drummer that should be in like a prog band or something. He does because he, he's just doing all this. He's doing and all he's this. And he said it's stuff. so propulsive though. It's yeah, pushing, it's pushing, pushing, it pushing, pushing, exactly. pushing, pushing. He was a jazz guy, right? I don't. I have no idea. You would Some, think. I don't know that for sure. But uh, did you? Because you would think so. I just think from how he plays. So I'm not. I don't know if that's true. But it's funny because well, somebody we say things on the show that aren't true all the oh, time. Oh, perfect. So I'm going to get behind that. Then he's a jazz guy. All right. So we got the song number two. Is what do I get? Which is another self-pity, like a, a little self-pity song. Oh, yeah. I just want to love her like any other. What do I get? What do I, I only get? want a friend who will stay to the end. What do I get? Well, oh, oh. what does he get? Not, what does he get? Gets a nothing, that's ni- nothing that's nice. I only get sleepless <laughs> nights. Uh, alone here in my half-empty bed. For no. you, things seem to turn out right. I wish they'd only happen to me instead. A little jealousy there too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Sour yeah, grapes. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Look at him. But he, but he also, <laughs> he's also taking the piss. He knows that he sounds like this. I don't think it's Morrissey where he's like, 
really woe is me. Oh yeah, I yeah, because he's, he's still right. This is like he isn't yeah. wallowing it so much, no. and he kind of gets. And I love the end. I love how it ends. But he just goes, "I don't get you." <laughs> it's got that little yeah, yeah. Uh, 50s right. thing at the end. Yeah, the, the harmonies are just amazing. And so I played. I did. I did. However, um, Rob, before you got here, I did. I, I found this. There's this album from 1972 by a band called the Pink Fairies. Pink Fairies, oh and, yeah. Um, it's got a. Uh, it's called uh, Kings of Oblivion, and it's got a song. My opening song is called City Kids. And if you hear City Kids and you hear the singing on City Kids and the propulsiveness of City Kids, you go, okay. Pete Shelley definitely heard this Pink Fairies record because it the sound it could be confused if you had never heard that song before. You might go. What is this? Is this the like Buzzcocks? Because it definitely has the same exact. You said work. what? Larry Wallace. Larry Wallace, who exactly. was in Motorhead. Right. Later the on, first, the first version of Motorhead. The first Motorhead uh, LP is on parole. Right. And they do a song called Vibrator. Right. Larry Wallace sings, and it's you. If you heard that, you'd be like, "This is a Buzzcocks." Nah. Right. Yeah, because Larry Wallace has that same kind of delivery. And the same. So uh, if there's if there's one because really. They don't really sound. If you go backwards, you go. Well, okay, the Beatles. Okay, everybody's by the Beatles. Overtly so, steal from anything. No, like, very original. Yeah, very original exactly. sounding for the time. No, I was actually going to say when I was bringing up yeah. that Sex Pistols thing. There's a lot of stuff on here that, like today, if you went and you listened to it and didn't know when it came out, you could be like, okay, that sounds like this. That sounds like this. But those things didn't happen. They didn't yet. exist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He was inventing it. Yeah, he and was... his influences were like Eno and Can. He loved Krautrock. He loved Faust. He loved all this weird stuff, Who which doesn't? comes up in their <laughs> albums. Well, I, I do. Yeah, but right. they were on. You know, when you listen to the Buzzcocks albums proper, there is stuff in there that's weirder and more like like more super repetitive and super that's done on purpose. But the singles going steady. I mean, they had some big. These were hits. Yep. In England, well, these were not like bullshit. Like, oh, I got to number you know eighty three. Some of these were very very popular songs. Okay, so well, let's get song number three. Is we're gonna move things right along. along. <laughs> I don't mind. I don't mind. This was a single from another music in a different kitchen. Yep. And this is one which they have a couple. This has that cool uh, rock drummer intro thing before it goes into oh, yeah, like yeah, a classic yeah. thing. But sometimes yeah. it, 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 it fools you. It sounded like it's gonna be like more of a, like a rock song. And then it goes into like a buzzcock slam. So this song, I, to me, it's about finding someone who accepts you as you are for all your faults and everything. Because saying, you know, oh wait, 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 verse three, things changes. How can you convince me when everything I see just makes me feel you're putting me down? And if it's true, this pathetic clown, I'll keep hanging around. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Oh, okay. Well, so it, it goes uh, both ways. It, it goes both ways. Yeah, it then. does. Saying, Just like yeah. If you don't mind, if you put up with it, I don't mind. I'll stick around too. Yeah. Yes. Um, He's uh, getting kicked around a little bit. Maybe, uh, maybe he, and that's part of his mo. Maybe he likes it. Yeah. Exactly. All right, and there's all right. So next one is a non-album single, and there's a lot of those on there. There's a lot of singles yeah, on there that right. were just singles that weren't on album. Right. And this one, "Love You More," I love this song. Sweet, uh, go ahead. And, but this song, I equate, like I said, with the undertones. Oh, okay. okay. This song and "Wednesday Week" go together. Okay. <laughs> like I can't tell you how many like 
romantic mixtapes I've made with Love You More uh, and Wednesday Week back to back. Nice. Because <laughs> they go well the, together. The Tim Moffat romantic mixtape. Yeah, well, available you know. to uh, Patreon. Become a patron, uh, <laughs> a patron of us, and maybe we'll uh, have to find one. <laughs> we'll I don't even remember what's on there. Make you a special uh, love mix. I'm sure it's really bad. Oh, it's my heart again. I love this one because it starts out so sweet. Yeah, I'm in love again. Been like this before. I'm in love again. This time's true, I'm sure. <laughs> right. I'm sure. I'm sure. But yeah. by the end of it, what is it? How does it end up? And until it means the razor more, cuts. Yeah, until the, it means more to me than life can offer. Till the razor cuts. Cut. And then it's a hard stop. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But it's sweet right up to that. But what does until the razor cuts means? Until the razor cuts their relationship. Also, the tape. The tape, it just, like, it's a pun. Because right. until the razor cuts, and then they it literally stops dead. Oh, like, yeah, everything's like you actually fun. cut the recording tape. <laughs> it's good. It's a good ending. Yeah, it that's for it's sure. It's a great ending. And uh, speaking of endings, we're at the halfway point of our podcast. We're going to take a little break. They're going to read. Uh, by the way, uh, Rob's got Barry, a yeah, Barry and, uh, and Tim are drinking the Roger Dominion Eye cocktail. I am drinking tea because I have a little cold. And so I'm not drinking. So if anyone, if I sound better tonight, people tell me, let me know. If I sound better or not, if you like me drunk or not drunk, yeah. let me know what you prefer. I poured him a drink. But, uh, <laughs> let's put it this way. I'm not pouring it back in the bottle. So I'm going to have to hold him down and pour it down his throat. But <laughs> Okay, we'll be back uh, with the second half of Singles Going Steady with Tim Moffat. We'll be back in a minute. Hey, this is Barry Stock. And this is Rob Elba. Of That Record Got Me High. And we are here for a special message. If you have a business or a company. Multinational corporation. Or a website. Uh, hey, and, and you enjoy listening to our show. Maybe other people would be into it. You That's know, right. Become a sponsor. We are looking for sponsors for our show so that we can retire and go live on yachts off the coast of Florida. There you go. But it actually is very reasonable to become a sponsor. Also, of just go to pay yacht. the rent. Yeah, that would be good, too. Uh, very reasonable. Um, you could hit us up at uh, trgmh33 at gmail.com, or you could message us on Facebook and uh, inquire. We're That's actually very reasonable. It is. And we have listeners. You know, podcast listeners, they're a special bunch. They're people that don't go outside much. They hang out that's on their right. computers, and they and they buy shit on their computers because they're allow afraid you, to go outside. We allow you to not interact with society. <laughs> when you're listening to our podcast. We're all about that. You do not have to do anything else. We're all about that. So, uh, yeah. If, uh, if Shut in. Or if you know someone else that might be uh, <laughs> that might want to be a sponsor of Invalids, that record got eyes. shut-ins <laughs> as I'm getting in touch the with incarcerated once again Robin Barry we'll see you that then. record got me high thank you very much social security checks just right just sign over your social security check <laughs> Rob Elba are terrible at AOL.com <laughs> <laughs> That record got me high is proud to be sponsored by Is This Tomorrow. That's Is This Tomorrow, available at isthistomorrow.com. Is This Tomorrow is a weekly web comic cataloging the absurdities taking place at the Azoro News Channel. Characters such as George Kleenex, Weatherman Benjamin Dover, Man on the Scene J.B. Horns, Political Commentator Taffy Tart, Radio personality Travis Slaughter, conspiracy theory expert J. Elwood Compton III, paranormalist Murph Davies, Senator Stroller, political apologist Dr. Iggy, Christian ventriloquist Fred Gastro, and his puppet Woody, and the strangely familiar Stocky Bear, in his smelly, itchy costume, 
will entertain the ever-living shit out of you so that you are doubled up with laughter, collapsed beneath your desk, paralyzed, unable to move. You will be slain comically, but you'll recover. That's Is This Tomorrow at isthistomorrow.com. Neglected to record, unfortunately. Tim has some great stories. Well, yes. uh, Tim, you should. When, when's your podcast starting, Tim? Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're back. Uh, this is that record got me high. That's Barry Stock. That's Rob Elbow. And before we get back into the Buzzcocks, I just want to say real quickly to our patrons, we have some new patrons on Patreons that uh, I'm giving a shout out to. We got Chris White. Welcome. Yes, thanks, Chris. Uh, John Mahoney. I think we mentioned John Mahoney. John, we'll, but he John we'll, we'll mentioned him again. He's a great his, guy. Uh, up his. Uh, oh, okay. Patrons. And we got James Romeo. Kathy McCree, welcome Kathy McCree. I think yep, she James, just Kathy, became. Thank uh, you very and then, much today. Uh, of course, we got Steve Mishner. Steve Mishner, yeah, thank you. Uh, and T- Tim Moppet. And Tim Moppet <laughs> Tim became a patron. Not only is he a guest, he became a patron. Yeah. And I must give a special shout out to Gus Rylander, who is our first. Seven dollar page. That's right, Gus Rylander. I don't even know what he gets. He gets extra. I got to look and see what he gets. Gus, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, he gets some something special. I know he gets a. St- I know I have to send him a sticker, but I think you have to do. So, I think you have to do like an outgoing message for him or something. Oh, okay. I mean, we yeah. have to look okay. at it. But whatever, Gus Rylander. Then thank you all You've for being patrons. Gus Rylander. Don't forget, you can go to uh, patreon.com forward slash trgmh and become a patron for one dollar a month. You become a patron of that record. Got me high. And uh, we're talking about the Buzzcocks, and we are on number five, Ever Fallen in Love oh, with Someone You Shouldn't Have. Should Tim, have you ever fallen in love with someone you shouldn't have? I, I certainly have. have. <laughs> we all have. I think that's a... We so all has uh, Pete Shelley, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, yeah, I think he right. felt... I think there may be the number may be higher. I think a body count could be higher for Pete. Okay, now, uh, <laughs> did you guys read where the actual title came from, though? It's no. It's actually kind of a uh, cute little story that uh, he was watching the... Uh, Pete was watching the 1955 film Guys and Dolls. Okay. And uh, the line, uh, the opening line, uh, well, the line in it was, have you ever fallen in love with someone you shouldn't have? It was uh, in the movie. And he just movie. loved that quote, have you fallen in love with someone Perfect. you shouldn't have? So he said he wrote the song really quick after that. He wrote, And the opening line, uh, when the song opens, he says, you spurn my natural emotions, was originally, you piss on my natural emotions. Right. But because of Orgasm Addict, it, it didn't get uh, radio play because of its title. He decided to uh, do something uh, subtler. He said, so subtler, so I came up with Spurn. It had the same sort of uh, disregard, but wasn't so likely to offend. <laughs> and the song was, a, I, as I recall, this song was quite, a, was a hit. Was, was like, a hit, and uh, Fine Name Cannibals, the band Fine Name Cannibals oh, in yeah. 1987 had a hit with it, and it's just did they yeah. really cover that? I don't think I've ever heard their. Oh cover yeah, it's it. really good. Actually, Barry will probably play a little of it. I'll stick it under there for cover. sure. It's good. Yeah. That's funny that he got the uh, the first line from Guys and Dolls. I so I when I was in AC Cobra, I wrote a song <laughs> from Guys and Dolls. Not Guys and Dolls. <laughs> Fiddler on the Roof. Really? Yeah. If I was a rich man. See, I wouldn't peg you immediately as a Fiddler on the Roof fan. Not because you're a raging anti-Semite or anything. 
I'm a member of the tribe on a little level oh, that yeah, just found right, out yeah. last year. Oh, did you? Oh, that's yeah, right. You, you genetic told me testing. We discussed that. We discussed. Yeah. You had some oh, genetic everyone testing. should have a little. View. I did. Who did? My dad. Did. Oh yeah. But we. It was. We should have thrown. It was like we were stoked. We're like, fuck yeah, a little bit of. You spurn my natural emotions. You make me feel I'm dirt and I'm hurt. And if I start a commotion, I'll only end up losing you. That's worse. That's worse. So again, the victim, he's playing the victim playing again. The victim. He does a lot. But you're right. He doesn't come across like the Morrissey thing. Like no. the, well, a little woe is me, but also no, so he's moving he's on. He's like, kind of like, he's else. moving yeah. on. Yeah, Tim, he's, yeah, yeah. Tim's going to be at the next show. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, I love uh, I, There aren't really Many lyrics in this song Aside no. from the chorus Repeats a lot <laughs> It does But yeah. I, I love when he's I love the line I, I can't see much of a future Unless we find What's to blame What a shame And and we won't be together Much longer Unless we realize That we are we the same We are the same Yes That's, that's a so, very yeah. Poignant Poetic uh, line there Well Face it He's probably also Possibly dealing with people Who are not um, As comfortable With their feelings for someone of the same sex as he is so he might there might be some of that like self-loathing thing he has to deal with yeah, with Anna. yeah tim um <laughs> it, was, it was in the 70s you know also did you guys notice uh the producer marsh martin russian allegedly is singing the high backups which is crazy because to me it just sounds like pete singing backups yes, but yeah, martin russian that. swears that it's him doing the backup because he was the only one who could sing it that, that high. high the other guys in the no band kidding. couldn't do it yeah yeah trick would be to you know, see if they do it live and see how it comes see if anybody nobody can do it you know it was martin <laughs> All right, so we get to song number six on the A side. It's Promises, and this is another non-album single. So this is just a single called Promises, and it's another song about a significant other letting Pete down. Yeah, that's the <laughs> poor Pete. There's sub- subject matter-wise, this record pretty much is it's start to finish is uh, except for you get to the Steve Diggle song and it, there's it's, it's yeah yeah up. it changes gears a lot <laughs> but they don't get but you don't get tired of you don't get tired of them and because we each should song do a, is unique also mention that Steve Diggle the he contri- he was sort of the entwistle of the band he contri- was contributed songs that were like oh that's a great song exactly and, and, it's him, and it was him singing it and, like Mad Mad Judy off Different Kind of Tension is an incredible song it's like one of their best songs and it's oh, it's Steve Diggle wrote right. it. The, the, Does he do the uh, the verse and harmony in my head? Yeah, yeah, it's yes, him. It's him. It's because yeah. that's the funny thing is that sounds like a UK sub song. It's well, it's Steve oh yeah, Diggle. well that's yeah. the most punk sounding thing on this. I think it is. Yeah, yeah. Thought, yeah, yeah. Was. Uh, actually, Steve Diggle co-wrote this song with Steve, so this is a co-write song, Promises, and. Uh, because loving you is not easy. You're not on my side. We play a game with two sets of rules. We lead the field in a love affair. Ah, strictly meant for fools. <laughs> yes. It's, so lovers it's, for fools. Oh, oh, how can you ever let me down? Uh, how how yeah. can you ever let Again, me down? The, These promises are oh. made for us. Oh. <laughs> I know. It's so great, right? It's just so, it's so simple. But we had to change. Oh, perfect. but you stayed the same. You wouldn't change. Oh, what a shame. So he's a... Uh, these little these little couplets of, of uh, problematic entanglements are his stock and trade. <laughs> and now we get to song Everybody's Happy Nowadays, which I which love. Is, this oh is my one God. of my favorite all-time this, I, I love this This song is the too. one when you hear it, you go, what? what? Play that again. <laughs> I, must have, I probably listened to that song. I would probably pick up the needle and move it back and move it back. The tone switches so much, even in the first 10 seconds, because yes. it's so melodic and then... Is he playing frantic? Um, yeah, it's got like the frantic part. Is he doing the the uh, downstrokes only on that? Like Ramon style. Yeah. 
I don't oh, know. Yeah, probably because it's very uh, a propulsive. Sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this is another non-album single. No, so he this doesn't is just do a it. single. Like, yeah. Okay. Life's an illusion. Love is a dream. I was so tired of being upset. Always wanted something. Always wanting something and never could get. Life's an illusion. Love's a dream. But I don't know what it is. And then he says, everybody's happy nowadays. He's obviously being snarky and tongue-in-cheek. Everybody's happy. They're, they're well, this is also from a lyric. Did you get the lyrical source this is from, though? I did not. This is from, based on the 1932 novel Brave New World, which I'm sure you read, Barry, because we had to read that in school. Did you oh, have to read that in school? Yeah, we had to read I Brave did, New World. Yeah, it's a great course. book, too. Yeah. All right, although it's the Brave New World, in which, the, in which culture Soma. and art they, they have, a drug, right? have been excised from society, leaving the populace in a mindless state of contentment and pharmaceutical bliss. So one character says in the book, "This says, I am free, free to have the most wonderful time. Everybody's happy nowadays. Oh, man, I did not That's know from that. The book, yeah. It says mindless contentment in there? <laughs> uh, no, the mindless contentment from the was book. me all the, all uh, the describing. Me, yeah. <laughs> that made me think of the plugs. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah, so, and it's cool at the end, because at first he says, uh, life's an illusion, uh, I don't know what it is, but at the end, he sort of switches voices. And he started he's taking the, the drug. He, yeah. yeah, he started taking bet the soma. Now he says, bet you're tired of being, being upset, upset yeah. always wanting something you never can get. Life's no illusion, love's not a dream. Now, now I know just, just what it is. is. Everybody's well, happy nowadays. So A, could we, could we theoretically say that's the beginning of loud, quiet, loud? Oh, yeah, this, oh, for sure, this song. Oh, oh yeah, yeah okay, let's say it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and B, how much do you think Jello Biafra stole off of that with the switch at the end of the perspective? Oh, yeah. oh right, yes. right. Okay. Yes, he's been known to do that, of course. Yes, that's true. Uh, these yeah. boss, come on, it's, it's this record, singer's going steady. Once you heard this record, you were basically, there's no way you can go backwards and be like, oh, I never heard that. Yeah, yeah, you were, it was, you were changed. It's, it's a pretty it like, smart record. It, yeah. All the way through. If it's not just, if it wasn't just littered with love, it would be, I mean, it is still very smart. It's just, that's, I would feel like that's the Achilles heel, but it is singles going steady, so what are you going to do? Yeah, and their albums got kind of short shrift for that reason to be like, oh, their albums have more like experimental stuff. But their albums are actually really good. They're and great. And a different, weirder, and yeah, more. Not the singles, but they were still album and tracks. And the singles, awesome. right, there are, yeah. All right, this song, one other factoid about this that I cannot not mention. In uh, 2007, <laughs> the song was used in a commercial for AARP. American Association of Retired People, showing spry, mature adults frolicking at a birthday party with the tagline, an organization for people who have birthdays, and they're playing Everybody's Happy Nowadays. Oh so God. the commercial is a literal take on the song, which is missing yeah, the meaning right. completely. Yeah, right. But, and it was okay with Pete Shelley and uh, Steve Diggle, because Steve Diggle is quoted as saying, uh, I thought it was going to be bad for our image. It's for old people, Diggle told, a Christian science monitor, by the way. <laughs> Diggle told Christian Science Monitor, he said, it's for old people. Then I realized it was for people 50 and over, and I realized me and Pete are over 50. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I love that. That creeps up on you. All right. Speaking of Steve Diggle, we get his song, Harmony in My Head, yeah. which is a great, another non-album single, and he sings it. Uh, it's the rare one where he both wrote it and sang it, and definitely brought more raw, straight That Cockney on. accent. I, I went yeah. and I listened to... Like, I listened to that on my way here, and then I went and I listened to UK Subs, and I'm like, this could be the B-side to Stranglehold. Oh, right, right. UK Subs. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah this is definitely. And you can't, I couldn't, under, back in the day, I covered it in my band uh, in uh, um, Boston in the 80s. I was in a band called Inside Outburst. 
and we covered this. Oh, and I wow. and I attempted because you didn't have you couldn't look up lyrics then on the no. internet. So I attempted to figure out the lyrics, and now reading the lyrics now, Whoops. I was totally wrong because yeah. it's so you can't understand. Let's hope there's no tape of that. So yeah. Well, right. and also Diggle's lyrics are. Um, yeah, this is not about a failed relationship. No. When it's I'm out, it's the, not be jelly. When I'm out in the open, clattering shoppers around, the neon signs that take your eyes to town, your thoughts are chosen. Your world is advertising now, and extravagance matters to worshippers of the pound. So, a little political uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, commentary from uh, Steve in there. The tortured faces, expressions out aloud, and life's little ironies seem so obvious now. Your cashed-in checks have placed the payments down, and there's a line of buses all wait to take you out. So he's uh, uh, but it's a harmony. So, but there's a song in his head that just keeps distracting. Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. And, that you know, sort of that sort of eases the chaos of real life. Yeah, the chaos yep. and cacophony of real life. These guys are really good at tone too, tone shifts. Yeah, uh, because it's kids, as we said in uh, the other song. Everybody's happy nowadays. Yeah, uh, melody and then you know consonants and dissonance is very prevalent in all these songs oh yes. yeah yeah it is and it's never it's, uh, and they a use it really so. well never uh, yeah gratuitous. that's not yeah, gratuitous yeah, at all is, yeah yeah it's, awesome. it's perfect and you know I, I think a lot of bands probably use that as a blueprint going forward probably not least of which would be the pixies uh, loud yeah loud, oh, yeah loud, yeah loud, oh, well, quiet i would cop for my songwriting i think i definitely i've been i've been influenced by the buzzcocks oh, and well, i mean that, yeah, i can see I that have, for sure yeah. all right so that's the end of side one we get to side two we start the uh the b-side. b-sides so the b-side first song is the b-side of orgasm addict and it's whatever happened to <laughs> question mark whatever happened to, whatever happened to right and it's not it, about um this is also raw. this has the rawness well this is the early the early yeah. stuff so it's a real raw but it has great oh Oh, wait, this love again. Sorry. What I got if, to the- <laughs> oh, yeah. Whatever happened to twin sets? Whatever happened to hi fi? Whatever happened to TV, TV sex? sex? Whatever, whatever happened, happened to you and, and I? I? So, with twin sets? <laughs> twin sets. What's a twin set? Like a twin, uh, maybe like uh, uh, beds? Uh, maybe, yeah. You know, in the 50s. That's, that's kind of what I thought, people yeah. People sleep on TV. Oh, and yeah. Different beds. Maybe, Lucy yeah. and Ricky had the yeah. twin beds, right. yeah. Did anyone I ever find. actually do that? They did. They used to push them together, I'm sure. It's yeah. <laughs> a lot of work. Or just man. not have sex. I mean, look at Fred and Ethel. I love that. That just put some serious fucked up shit in my head. There's a line. They hated each other's guts in real life, too. Yeah, I did know that. There's two lines in here. Your passion is a product of highlight and detail that come hither look bonus offer retail. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. It's very cynical condemnation of someone. He's, He's writing this to someone. Yep, your emotions are cheap. Cut price, cash, cash and carry. carry yep. You wear your heart on your sleeve for any Tom, Dick, or Harry. Oh, <laughs> beautiful. Now imagine you're Pete Shelley and you see the Sex Pistols and you have all this shit in your head and then you're like, oh, it's okay to say that out Yeah, yeah, right. exactly. That's amazing. Exactly, yes. exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Adam Bomb. Yeah. And that's always that's always like what attracted me. I think that's why I love I love the punk music and I grabbed 82 because it's like, like right. oh, Honest. wow, oh, you, you can, can actually say that. They could say that they're allowed and they're yeah, not right. in jail. Yeah, right. <laughs> Did you have you, you I'm sure you've seen uh, 24 hour party people. Oh yeah, yes. the scene yeah. where they have that scene. Yep. Yeah. Sex, but they right. also say like that is the fall. Those yeah, guys right. became yeah. Oh, right. oh, the exactly. Buzzcocks. Yeah. These guys oh, right, became right. Yeah, I love the that. Happy Mondays. I love that. Or yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so speaking of words that you... I can't believe, can they say this? The next song is a song called Oh Shit. Oh Shit. Which has a lot of like noise in it. It's it a does, yes. Uh, it's it a is. B-side. It's, it's a B-side the... to uh, What Do I Get, uh, the What Do I Get single, and it's so clever and so catchy, and it's a kiss-off song. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, shit, I thought you and I were friends. Oh, shit, I guess this is where our love ends. Oh, shit, I thought things were going well, but it hasn't turned, turned out, out so swell. swell. Has it? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. The, yeah, the, the word, oh, shit, gets said over and over and over yes. and over again. and I love, I mean, I first and heard this record when I was 16 years old. So, picture, I buy this yeah. record, I go home, I'm listening to it, and, I, you know, it's called Oh, Shit right? on. And the cover, it's got them standing, and they're, they look so classically, like, Pro, like it's not even it's like proto new wave they've got their outfits and their guitars yeah, all black they're wearing all and, black and, and they're in like a rehearsal maybe like a rehearsal studio, studio or something. I think I have the repress of this record okay and it looks exactly like uh, I have the boys uh, 45 okay um but they all look they, they look very similar they're wearing oh, suits really? with like the oh, yeah. pointed like Buckle creepers, and yeah, 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 yeah. Spiky hair, and you're like, what is this? Like, it's not hardcore, it's not crazy, but they're still. They definitely, I would say that they dress specifically for this photo shoot, even though they might have been in a rehearsal studio. They look, and they look kind of uh, disheveled too. So it looked like they had been yeah. playing it, right that, in the picture. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, the spiral like, scratch. He's got like a bo- like a bolo tie, and their hair's all <laughs> fucked up, right? Yeah. All right, so we get the song number eleven. Now, this song I was surprised was a B-side. Um, autonomy, because autonomy. Autonomy, oh, I yeah. thought autonomy. I mean, I always just assumed it was a single on its own, but it's nope. a B-side, B-side. to. Uh, it was from another music in a, in a different kitchen. Um, it was a B-side from whatever the single was from that. And uh, Steve Diggle. This is another uh, Steve Diggle song, but um, but uh, Pete Shelley sings, sings it. it. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not. It's 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 less crazy than the other show. And it, but it but the opening, this has a great opening. And it does. And it's got that, it's got a guitar hook yeah, that's yeah. da 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 And you're just like, wow, that's really, and that comes from the Krautrock thing. That's coming from that sort of, um, this, this like repetitive. Well, yeah, the whole opening to it with the drums, with the string drum, it's, it's like a Krautrock, yeah. Motorick. Motorick. Exactly. That's exactly right. And, um, but man, when that riff hits, you're just like, wow. This, oh, is really this song cool. is great. And this is another one that shifts gears a lot in the song itself. Well, just the chorus. Uh, yeah, all of a sudden it goes to me, the chorus. I'm like, you know, yeah, where's this going to go? Where's this going right, to go? Right, right. And then you get to the chorus and it kind of locks all, you know, as a chorus is supposed to do. <laughs> it like locks it all together and you know where the train's going, you know? Yes. But, yeah. Don't, let's not talk about trains. Because we, uh, we're, we're not, at, yeah, thank God we're not at, uh, as much as we love, um, uh, Laser Wolf, we don't have to see anyone get killed by trains. Right. Um, you know what? Uh, something about this song, I some some somewhere along the line, I got it in my head that Madonna covered this at some point, like live. <laughs> like she used to back when she was when wow. she was really big and she toured. The she used to take days? popular. Well, no, she used to take popular songs when she was huge. When she was like on Blue Tour or something, she okay. used to take songs like I remember for sure because you could find a video of it. She liked um, a Blood and Roses, the Smithereen song. So she'd throw it in, like just a bit of it, the chorus. And for some reason, I got in my head, she did Autonomy Buzzcocks, but I swear, I searched and searched and searched. Not I could not find any video reference, but I did find a review of the Singles Going Steady re-release from Rolling Stone magazine, and the writer also imagined Madonna singing Autonomy, because he said, these songs are so great. He goes, just imagine Madonna singing Autonomy. So I'm wondering... Did, did she see that and then do it, or did I read that? It may just be, you know... <laughs> From a marketing what? PR perspective, you should maybe get in touch with her people. <laughs> but yeah. She can could use pi- it. Can you picture yeah, her singing, point. though? You yeah. can. Uh, I want that. Yeah, yeah. Here, I can uh, totally, totally, but, right? And, and she's all about 
autonomy. Absolutely. (laughs) And here's the thing that I've learned is that even though we've come to expect that everything that happened was preserved, she might have done it once and it might have been on a video or something. Not everything gets preserved. Not not everything made it to YouTube. And so you're looking for stuff and you're like, I know this is somewhere. It's true. You're right. (laughs) My, oh my god! I swear, I spent. I, I went down a rabbit hole for like two goddamn hours oh. trying to find Madonna. <laughs> okay, you, you, you Google, you know, Madonna Buzzcocks, and God knows you, you would be amazed what comes. <laughs> so I went on a long search one time. This is my internet rabbit hole story, and have not been able to find it. Help me out here. Uh, that record got me high, listeners. It was from probably the late '90s on the internet. Someone had posted a list of snarky terms that gay men use for people's shoe problems or malfunctions like if their sandals are too small the sandals are too big if they're gapping they were mind-blowingly good it was hilarious and it was one of the things i didn't save and so a few years ago probably a decade ago i went back i was i'm sure i can find that again and i start googling you know gay males you know terms for footwear and it's gone. It's gone. And it was incredible. I was like, it was one of the things where I laughed my ass off. All right, well, it. hit us up at TRGMH, at TRGMH33 this at gmail.com. Uh, if anyone has it, someone made, maybe the guy who wrote it has it. Send yeah, it maybe, you. yeah. All right, so we get to song number 12, which is Noise and Noise, which is the uh, B-side of Love You More. And this is another this is another one that has that rock start. It does. Like a rock yeah. song. But it's also a, a stop-start thing. It yes, is, yes. Definitely, definitely. And, and it also... It's got some real dissonance in it, too. But yeah. you know it's called yeah. noise. Oh yeah, right. But it's still really catchy. It is. It's still really catchy. Pretty girls, pretty boys. Have you ever heard your mommy shout noise and noise? Now we have all have uh, uh, we have yeah. all had our parents at one point. As well, I don't know, Tim. Your dad's kind of cool, right? So has oh, he ever yeah. called he anything hates... you listen to noise? That oh, that's noise. <laughs> so there's a really good story here. I would put, I would put most things like a CD in the car, tape in the car, or whatever. And uh, the one thing he heard that he globbed onto early and used going forward, he would be like, this is fucking suicidal tendencies. Cause, <laughs> and now, you know, it's like, like now it's a little insider death. Something. Yeah, no, now it's, uh, I, made, I made him listen to like Tom Waits or something. And then he like read a thing and he was just like, yeah, that guy's a good American original. Yeah. Like, I know. Yeah, right, That's why right. I, yeah. yeah, exactly. So I remember my mom liked the Ramones. Oh, so they sound like the Beach Boys. <laughs> I made so my yeah. dad and I went and saw the Ramones yeah. together with Bobby Load with the Load. Really? He, my dad went oh, to that, that show. show at, uh, the Edge. Yes. Really? And uh, it it all went over well. Yes. Until we left, and I was like, "What did you think?" And he was like, "All right, that wasn't so bad. Like whatever." And then there was some guy leaving, and he was not listening to the police. And they basically took both of his arms and broke them and oh. threw them in, threw them face first into the oh. fence out front. And he was like, "Shout out to the Fort Lauderdale Police Department." <laughs> yeah. He was basically like, "We're not doing this again." And I was like, "Well, I'm gonna be like 16 oh, in like sucks. two months, so it doesn't really matter." Oh, well. yeah. First and last concert with Dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we get to song number 13 is "Just Less," and this is uh, uh, this is was off of Love Bites. Yep. Um, there's, there's bed in your eyes, but there's nothing there to trust. <laughs> just lust, just, just lust. lust. You're telling me lies when you say that it's a must. Just lust, just lust. So, uh, um, is, this, is this Pete assuming um, a character? And, 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 or is this Pete playing one of his love interests in a song? 
Oh, right. I was slow to catch on, and that just makes it worse. If passion is a fashion, then emotion is a curse. Oh, yeah. You shattered all my dreams, and my head's about to bust. Is it all real? That's how it seems, but it all comes down to dust. So what you're saying is my entire experience should be the video for that song. Pretty much, yeah. It's just lust. <laughs> Would you be willing to reenact it? Yeah. I'll do it. I don't care. <laughs> okay. You're right. driven to Who's possess. Who's going to play Pete? <laughs> it hurts. It's so unjust. Just lust. Just lust. If nothing, ma- if nothing matters less, then I wouldn't make a fuss. Just lust. So Pete wants some sub- substance to his relationships. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're in a hotel in Fort Lauderdale. And it's and yeah, four in the morning. Four in the yeah. morning. and Any port in a storm. All right, so number 14 <laughs> is lipstick. This is the Promises B-side lipstick. And music now, all right, Barry, you, you noticed the music, oh, yeah, the main riff was well, magazine both, shot by both right, sides. They, obviously, they had written shot by both sides together and then both no no you would think that that's what i assume but i found the real story oh, or at least this is a this is a rob rob is uh what's his name harry uh um oh now the, the, the now rest of the for story. the rest of the story <laughs> all right this is an interview with diggle all right to be clear this is an interview with steve diggle so steve diggle could have been lying but he said um uh that uh, about the main riff uh He said he just did a a good job with it. He goes, it it was a song that we were working on. And he said, I do remember him coming in when we were rehearsing after he had just left the band. And he said, do you mind if I borrow that riff? Oh, yeah, okay. (laughs) Right. But but I will say the uh, Shop at the Magazine song is a better monster song. This song is okay, but yeah, Shop Shop at the Sizes. So that was probably a a riff he kept for... Himself, he said. Well, no, he said he bar. He heard it and he borrowed it, and it came out. They came out in the same year, right? So he he quickly, and it's a great riff. It's just that Uh, the wordplay in this is cute, though. Uh, When you kiss me, does the lipstick on your lips stick on my face? I love that. The lipstick on (laughs) On my face. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Will you miss me in your dreams? Does your lover have my face? Oh, that's a little like. Does it? Mm. It's a little creepy. It is creepy. In the morning, and the morning spelled like morning, like M O U R N I N G. Is it dawning on me too? I had no warning, just a condolence card to tell me that we're through. Oh. So, very, another bad end. Yes. <laughs> Multiple <laughs> spellings for our, <laughs> yeah. for, for right. our poor protagonist. Uh, All right, we get the songwriter's song. antithesis of a good thing. Yeah, exactly. I, I lost words. Uh, we get the song <laughs> number 15 is Why Can't I Touch It? Oh. I know a lot of, this oh is the longest God. Buzzcock song, uh, definitely on this record. It's six minutes, 32 uh, seconds. And this song is credited, did you notice it's credited by the whole band? They're all credited. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe they were like playing, you know, uh, you don't think about bands like this jamming, but maybe this they were. This is kind of a jam song, yeah. though. It really is. It's a rare six uh, over six-minute Buzzcock song, and it's real hypnotic jam, and it's got some great it's back got and the forth mo- it's uh, got guitars. The motor- it's got the motoric thing. It's right. got the fact that it's very repetitive, and it's but it is melodic as hell, and it's just the... What do you think of this song? I mean, I think you. I think you're right. I think uh, they're probably jamming. It's. But not... what do you think about it as a song? Because I know some people don't like this song oh at all. Oh my they god! Just think really? It goes oh, on. Oh, yeah, oh, man, people... I, I like. I like anything that's different, and it's I like anything different. that like people are trying. Even if I don't like the song, and I, but I like Here's the people thing. trying new things. He's, this is this is orgasm addict part two. It looks so real. I can feel it, and it feels so real. I can taste it, and it tastes so real. I can hear it, and it sounds so real. I can see it. So why, 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 why can't I touch it? It's about he wants someone 
so intensely. He has this vision. Tim. I can. <laughs> Tim off it. Um, but you cannot. I it cannot make it real. I cannot make it materialize. I like the. Uh, I like the way he ends. But why can't I touch it? It's pretty yeah. good. Oh, it's very who. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. It is. That's very good. You're right. It Ooh. is very who. Good call. Good call, Tim. Yeah, man. And, I, lo- I love this song. Okay, Dang, there is a great version. All right, there's a um, there's a Buzzcocks tribute record called um, Something's Gone Wrong Again, and there is a band called Porn Orchard. Athens, this. Georgia. Is that Porn Orchard? Yeah. I never heard of them. All I right, think Ted. <laughs> Harry, that's, that's an Athens, Georgia Ted band Hafer. name. I believe late owner of the Grit Restaurant was, I believe he was in Porn Orchard. Okay, well, let me tell you, the Porn Orchard version of this song on that record, you have to find it. It's on YouTube. What they did was they took a prank call into Larry King. And I don't know if they did it or if it's found, but someone called Larry King and basically just kept reading the lyrics of this song. They go, Larry... Would it seem so real? Like, and Larry kept saying, I'm well, not good at Ribble. And, and Larry starts repeating it. He goes, so if it seems so real, like it tasted, and then he keeps saying, I'm not good at Riddles. And, it's so, and then the band's playing in the background, and they're playing this prank call. It is genius. And Shout everyone out. has to listen Shout to it. Out Shout out to, to Porn. Athens, Georgia. Absolutely. And, uh, the, uh, and that whole record is actually really good. A bunch of really cool bands. Um, that I can't think of any of them now. But <laughs> Curtis Pernice may have been in Porn Orchard as well. I got to look that up because that was a that was a slight before my time in Athens. But those people were still there. There's a le- there's a level of, uh, of uh, fuckery that comes out of Georgia that's so amazing. That's very uh, yes. And I lived there several years ago, and it wasn't necessarily in Atlanta, but you could see it yeah, coming up yeah, and bubble up good. in other places, and you're like. Yeah, Man, no one true. is no one is that 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 on it. <laughs> yeah, no, so we're, we good. Florida's got its own charms, but it's that, that, that right that like level of get, prankery yeah. doesn't Fuckery. happen. Yeah. No, it's really, so that's good. the perfect word. No, All right, so, so speaking of uh, <laughs> crazy fuckery, we got the last song of the record. Something's gone, gone wrong, wrong again. again. This was the uh, B side to uh, Harmony in My Head. And this, with the keyboards in this, and it's got kind of a dancey sound, yeah. this to me was like a precursor to some of Pichelli's like, uh, yeah, solo stuff, right? Well, you know, a lot of these single collections it's got that, that come, pia- It's got a single piano note that's played throughout. Ding, 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 yes, ding, yes. ding, ding, Which ding, I like. And that beat, yeah. and that, again, slide. that... Uh, yeah. Which comes from... Motoric type You know where that thing? comes from? Velvet Underground, waiting for my man. There's John Cale playing a note on the piano going ding, 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 ding. Yes, ding, you're right. Ding, 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 throughout the whole thing. It could also go back to Bowie, but that's two notes. Yeah, right. It's, it's, it's Suffragette City. I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to give no, it to John Cale on I this will one. because I think you're right. No, it's funny you mention that because I did read that Howard De, uh, originally Howard DeVoto and Pichelli uh, decided to get in a band together because they both loved it. Sister Ray, they both oh, there you so go. We're obsessed yeah. with the song Sister yep. Ray by the Velvet Underground. Which yeah, and leads to Motorick because Sister Ray's a grinding, you know, th- you know, 13, 14 minutes of just the same riff and loose singing about all kinds of fun stuff. Nothing ever happens to people like us, except we miss the bus. <laughs> Something goes wrong again. I love it because that, to me, that perfectly sums up the nihilism of punk. You know, <laughs> need a smoke. Use my last fifty p, but the machine is broke. Something's, Something's gone, gone wrong, wrong again. again. Yeah. Yep. Just about a bad day writ large. You know what? But the, yes, as you yes, said, exactly. the nihilism. That's all it is. Yes. It's not right. really. Like, if you want the end of the world, that's metal. Exactly, yeah. If you want how your day is fucked up, right. that's punk. <laughs> You're like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. I, 
tripped over the ottoman. That's right. I got a black eye and a chipped tooth. And yeah. I got fired. It's so great. True. Par- right. Partially a country <laughs> song, but really you're angry. It's really a punk rock song. Yeah, That's yeah. Awesome. So it's now Turned up early in time for our date, but then you t- we turn up late. Something goes wrong again. Need a drink? Go to the pub. But the bugger shuts. Something goes wrong. He just can't can't catch a break. Can't catch a break, man. And yeah, man. And it's 9 a.m. So I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> right. <But> yeah. We, <laughs> right. Well, here in we get, we, Hollywood, Florida, we have lots of places open. You know, the Wiley Street Pub is open at I believe at 8 a.m. If you um, want to. That's yeah. one of the things I love about. <laughs> you want a drink in the morning? Should we got you, buddy? Yep. No, they don't even. They don't they even don't judge close. you. They judge no, no, no. That's they the have thing. coolers full of the beers, and right. they're like in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> the gas station. That's the yeah. thing we talk about in uh, uh, Fort Lauderdale. McGuire's is Fort, gone. Fort Liquordale. Fort Liquordale. Yeah, that's right. All right, so we're done, Tim. I have a, I have an important he's closing tapping, question. He's tapping his watch. No, no, this is it. We, we did it. We did the record. This is we it. Made we made it. Singles going steady. We did it. Hey, sixteen songs is not easy yeah, to get through. Really so we, yeah. Tim, I have a very important question, and I want you to be honest with me because I don't know if you know this, but that record got me high is all about honesty. Now we are the first, the first <laughs> twenty, every the show, first every twenty show. episodes or so, it was all about bullshit. But right. then we started. Now it's about honesty. I don't I'm know. Not entirely I have, sure I what there is. No the rest of the hour was from. about. I have no idea. I have <laughs> no, no heard, idea what he's talking about. When you heard that Pichelli had passed, yeah. when you heard about it, did you have any lingering regrets? Like, uh, maybe I uh, should. He didn't. No. <laughs> like, what if? No. <laughs> he didn't. I can tell you. I mean, I have no shame, so to be completely honest... I was like, oh, mate, I guess I should have. Thank Ten you. Ten years I later, thinking. I'd be like, maybe I'd fucked him. I don't know. I would have oh, never. Again. I, I don't. I, I haven't done that before, but that doesn't mean I shouldn't have started with a Pete Shelley. With Pete Shelley, but all right, that's all water under the bridge now. It doesn't matter because he's gone. It's sad that he's gone. He. Uh, I mean, you know, let's be honest. You got to try new things in the, in life. But, uh, yes, that's true. That's and true. if you don't try new things, and you're doing all the old things. That's and right. All the old kids, things. I hope you're listening, kids, to this. Try, <laughs> try new things. Uh, yeah. All we're these gonna, kids. Gonna, all these kids listening to our salvage, podcast. Salvage an inspirational <laughs> speech. Out all, of, maybe I would. Maybe I should have fucked Beach Shelley. I don't know. Hey, you know, well, maybe it was a mistake. It, we'll frame it a different way. Guys. Look, we won't. We won't say it like. Do that. the drugs. Jump off the rocks. Worship Satan. That's what you should do. That's for the kids. That's when you're young. Wu Tang. Believe me, there, there's no kids. Good. There's no kids listening to this podcast. No you think? Wu Tang. Oh yeah, what's his face was into. It. The guy, um, Ivan Soliani. Ivan Soliani, yeah, he's a kid. All right. Uh, did you know that Pichelli, by the way, was uh, remarried? He, he was he was married in 1991, divorced 2002. He has a son. His maybe his son could play. If we do the reenactment, we can get his son to play Pete. But anyway, he this is horrible. Let me just say this is terrible. <laughs> you could cut it out, Barry. You're you're the producer. No, I won't cut it out. No. He, he remarried. Did you notice? He did you know he remarried in 2012 and he lived in Estonia. Estonia. You know yeah. why he lived in Estonia? We found. Out, Susan and I found this out. Susan appears in the episode. Hey, my wife. So she, we were watching House Hunters International, which is a bullshit fucking show, but it's kind of entertaining. It is entertaining. It, but it's all foregone. They've already bought the house once they make the show. So there's an episode where they go to Estonia, and there's this like young couple, and they bought this. They're looking for houses in Estonia, and everything's like. Oh yes, this house this house costs three hundred dollar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're dirt cheap. It's dirt cheap and to live they were there. Like, yeah. Oh, we bought the house for we bought that. We decided to right. go ahead and buy the house for five hundred dollars <laughs> because it was it had three thousand square feet, and <laughs> well, it's dirt fucking cheap to live in Estonia. That's why he lived in Estonia. No, no, no. To be fair, his wife was from Estonia. Though. Yeah, but you know why he he met her because he, <laughs> yeah, and he was said, going, oh, he was like, Estonia and live there. Beers? How much? Oh, cheap. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, 
All right, so what do we have next week, Barry? Next week we get I, just uh, a me record and you. which, a, but a record which I I had not heard in thirty years, probably. Right, and I list maybe more than thirty years, maybe thirty-five years, yeah. maybe since the eighties, and I put it on and listened to it, and I was blown away. Such a great record. This, this is record pick. is uh, the Boomtown Rats, the fine art of surfacing. It is amazingly good, and it's a lost classic. I, you know, I, I mean, I it's say got that the song. A lot. a lot of people know. I don't like my Monday. Like Everyone knows I don't like my Monday. Like on it, but that's just, the whole record. The whole record is incredible. Each record. the next song comes on, you go, "Oh my god, I remember this great. song." What happened to this record? And it has a particular sound that is very identifiable, and you go. I can't, it just, it's one of those things that just got lost. Uh, yeah, but oh no, not to me though, man. I listen to this thing so much, man. I, I love this record. This record all right, fun. thank you very much, nah, Tim, for being on the show. Thank you for having it was me. great having you. Yes. And once again, that is Barry Scott. Se- this, uh, that's Rob Elba. This is our, and you're our second returning guest. Returning right? guest. Yeah. And he's returning great. Guest. And I'm sure he'll be back again sure with some other, too. yeah, who knows what he'll be. Um, all right, don't forget uh, Patreon. Go to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash TRGMH. Uh, you can go to our website, that record got me high. We also want to thank um, our sponsor, Is This Tomorrow, a weekly webcomic. Our long suffering sponsor. That's uh, Is This Tomorrow.com. That's right. <laughs> all right, guys, we'll see you next week. We're out. That record, that record, that record got me high.